All right, what is good? What is good? Uh, we are here back again for another episode of Versus Andy Malfrina. And I got on the line the very – well, I got I to gotta, I gotta figure out what your name is because I've seen on social media, I've got like three or four different names. I yeah. see un, Uncool Ron, Uncle Ron, and then your email showed me your real name. What do you go by, my man? Honestly, whatever works. Whatever's easier for everybody else. Ron's fine. I, I adapted to Ron. So that that's always good, but my my name's Aaron. Oh, okay. So I'm a scam artist. <laughs> You're scamming people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fuck, well, fuck yeah, dude. So wait, where did the um, where did the Ron? Well, actually, let's let's um let's give people a little bit of background for anyone who doesn't know. I got you on here because you sell candles, and if you guys are watching the video. He doesn't really, if, 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 if you look at him, you wouldn't say, oh, yeah, this guy sells the shit out of some candles. So let the people know what you do and sort of how you got there. We'll start there. Well, I, uh, I started making candles as gifts for my homies and shit like that because, I mean, I, I grew up in Kensington in Philadelphia, which I'm now residing in again. It's fantastic. Um, but I started making candles as gifts because I was low on money at the time. This was like five years ago. And I thought I was just like, you know, fuck it. I, instead of buying candles, I can do some bullshit and just give them to my homies. And one day at work, one of my friends was just like, yo, you should sell them. And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't really want to fucking deal with it, but uh, I'll try it. You know? So I did a, uh, I did a market. Uh, yeah. Probably a little over five years ago now. And uh, I think I took about 40 candles with me and sold out in like the first hour and a half or so. So then I was just sitting there, you know, without any product and just fucking chilling. Um, But yeah, it's just, you know, it's fucking all natural soy wax candles with wood wicks, man. No chemicals, no bullshit. Just (laughs) trying to have fun and collab with my friends. Hell yeah. So wait, where did the uh, where did the name come from then? Because like you said, your real name's Aaron, but like yeah. it, it goes by Uncle Ron, Uncool Ron on Twitter. Yeah. Where'd you get the name from? Because there's something about like just like uncle, you know, with your look, and then having it say like Uncle Ron and stuff. There's something about uh, uh, the labeling of that that you know rolls off the tongue and and has like a good vibe to it and shit. So where did Uncle Ron come from? It was a joke nickname that an old coworker gave me. I was working in a digital print shop and it started out just calling me Ronnie. Uh, no clue why. Um, and then Uncle Ron excuse me, started and I was like, yo, that's actually, this is around the same time that I was like being told by my friends that I should sell, sell this shit. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. I'll do it. Um, and I just used Uncle Ron because it sounded way cooler than anything else that I ever came up with. <laughs> it's like it? a, it sounds like a household name. It sounds like it, it should be, it, it should be a product. It should exist. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> like it, it, it has that sound of you're like, Oh yeah, dude, we'd always go down to the Jersey shore and pick up a, pick up a case of Uncle Ron's candles and shit. It like, <laughs> it, just, it just sounds right. Yeah. No, I could, I could definitely see that. Definitely boardwalk boardwalk <laughs> style fucking novelty bullshit it's not bullshit though I shouldn't <laughs> yeah, you, well, no you were saying about so when you first start you were saying about all the um all the different 
would it be ingredients or what <laughs> or whatever i know i always associate ingredients with food or whatnot but all the stuff you put in your candles you were saying um it's uh, what was it like organic or yeah it's all soy okay yep. so it's, it's all soy based yeah so the the wax is soy based um it's a blend of different soys like different beans apparently um and i'm actually transitioning to an, a more uh once it's available, because there's a supply shortage everywhere, but like, uh, it's more of a 100% single bean kind of thing. And it's just like, you know, it, it, no one buying the candles will probably know the difference, but I'll know, you know, going into it that you, you're going to get a better burn. Um, you're not going to have, like, I, I, I get a lot of inconsistencies with natural wax, uh, after pouring. So like the candle will sit for, you know, at least 24 hours, you know, it'll be solidified. Um, and as it's curing, it'll get like craters in the top. So it looks terrible. You know what I mean? Um, so then I have to like clean those up and it's a whole, it's an extra step that I'm looking to just try and get rid of. Uh, but the natural waxes probably throw off the best, uh, scent in my opinion. Um, and there's no, you know, soot in it. I don't know if you know, but like paraffin wax has soot in it. So yeah. you're not only are you burning, um, which is going to release, you know, toxins and shit like that, because whether it's cotton or wood, you're going to release toxins when you're burning something. Um, but the wax itself for it to keep its property and it's like super smooth and like super easy. Uh, it has soot in it. And I don't think anybody really wants to burn soot. <laughs> Yeah. yeah it seems a little fucking silly. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like something you don't want to be fucking burning every day. Especially too when you get a candle and the the whole thing is to create a <laughs> relaxing vibe and yeah. now you got soot in the air. So is so when well, like when someone says soy, like oh they got soy in it, there's like there's there's the whole vibe of it uh being more uh you know, more natural, more green or whatever. Is is it that, or is it just the fact that like you've been doing the testing over the time and you're like, soy works the best for like, a, like to burn for the candle to last longer and stuff like yeah. that. Well, it, it definitely works for the jars that I use probably better than anything else. But after trying a bunch of different waxes over time, um, once I found out that there were, uh, you know, chemicals and shit like that in certain waxes. I was like, I don't want to fucking burn that. You know what I mean? It's like almost all the shit that you'll find in, you know, big box stores and stuff like that have, you know, oils that have chemicals in them and wax that isn't completely natural. So again, like when you're burning something in your house for long, like hours at a time, you're releasing whatever that candle has, you're releasing it into the living space. And so, that's, that's like all the, that's like all the main candle companies do that. The bigger ones there. I, I know, you know, like length, uh, Yankee and Chesapeake Bay and shit like that. Like, uh, they are trying to transition into more natural shit or they actually sell natural candles, but then sell them for like way more than what their other candles are. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's mass produced. They're giant giant companies but like what's cool about chesapeake though um i admire that woman just because she kind of started the same way she started out of a bedroom in her house and now she's like this 
you know, fucking millionaire hmm. selling bulk candles. That's wild, man. Candles are weird. I never thought that I would get into like making candles. Well, um, yeah, no, go on, go on. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I like never thought that I would do that. Um, it was just like one of those, it was a side hustle in the very early stages. And I didn't even put that much thought into it until like, I really think with my homie Bruno doing the art and the name Uncle Ron's, it felt like it was, it already existed. You know what I mean? Like it, people, yeah, people were eating it up because they felt like it's been around for a long time. I don't know. No, that I, I feel you. Like I said already, the the name the name hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good name. So that 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 um, I'm glad you I'm glad you transitioned into that because that kind of brings up something else I wanted to uh, ask you about. So you you said you started uh, making candles just purely out of the fact that you're like shit. I don't have a lot of money for fucking Christmas presents or whatever. Yeah. I'll make some can. Was it literally just like? I'll make some candles out of the fact that it's cheap as hell. And then over time you're like, Oh fuck. I like making candles. Yeah. turns out it's actually fun as fuck. I can get stoned and pour wax in the jars all day long <laughs> and people like it. You know what I mean? It was like, I, uh, so it started way back when I was a kid, like me and my, I would help my mom make gifts for our family and stuff like that because we grew up poor and it was the easiest way to like, you know, hook up the people that we actually fucking cared about. Cause we still want to get them something um and it was sort of the same situation you know five years ago when uh i started making candles because i was tired of buying them and it was cheaper for me to make them myself and i was like ah fuck it i can do that but what goes into that and turned out it was a lot easier than i ever thought it would be um as long as you just pay attention to like some some key uh some key points in the it's more of the melting and adding oil process i think that's the most like i don't know it maybe not no it is it definitely is because it's like you, you if you put oils in something that's too hot you'll just burn it like oils have flash points um and once you figure out like when to put oils into the wax it's like i don't know it's probably it's probably the easiest thing to all i tell people all the time like you can make these like you don't have to rely on me because i get a lot of shit from people like oh when when are you going to put more candles out and i'm like um, look <laughs> i would do it every fucking day if i could but with the supply shortages and shit like that i'm just like i, I should just like set up online workshops and teach people how to fucking do this shit because I don't know, man. It's so, it's so incredibly easy and therapeutic that I think a lot of people would get joy from it if they realize that they don't actually have to like stress about it. It's it's less stressful than it, it possibly like it probably seems. Interesting. So here, yeah, walk walk me through the the general <clears throat> process of making a candle because you're telling me like with like oils and all this and that. I'm kind of I'm kind of like lost slightly on the whole. So what's the general process of making a candle? All right, so I'll, I'll set wicks in, in jars, and I use wooden wicks just because they burn better. Um, and Here, and um, when, when you say burn better, what does that mean? Like a little bit slower so you get more out of the candle? A little bit slower. Um, the flame is smaller. It doesn't get too crazy. I don't know, like if you ever burn a candle and you get like those wild dancing flames that are yeah. just like, and then the jar starts turning black and it's just disgusting. Um, the cheaper candles do that. 
Um, and I, I, I tried a ton of cotton wicks before I even went to wood. Uh, and the second I went to wood, I was like, yeah, this is a no brainer. Also, it has a little crackle too. So it's like a personal fireplace, which is pretty fucking tight. Hmm. Um, that's cool. Yeah, it's it, it's fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll set the wick um, in the jar. I usually go ahead and label everything um, from this point, like candle care on the bottom, whatever candle I'm making, label on the front, and then it's getting your wax to temperature. So if you, I usually, I usually get my wax to like around 185, 190, because when you pour it, it'll cool down a little bit the second it leaves the uh, the heating vessel. Um, and then you want to, you want to add your oils around that same temperature. Um, anything lower, you can risk not having like a good cold throw, which is the candle, how it smells when it's not lit. Um, and you could also affect if you put it in too, I think it's, if you put it in too hot, you could risk it not having a hot throw at all. So you'll only smell the candle when it's not lit, but when you're burning it, it's not throwing anything. Um, so I usually wait till around 185 degrees, add my oils, let it chill till about like 135, 132, and then I pour everything. And that's really all that goes into it. So it's, it's blending your oils however you want to do it. You can most, there's a lot of suppliers that just have oils that smell great out the gate. Um, and you just add oils, let it cool, pour it, and then it has to cure. Uh, it's, it's better if it cures for about a week. I usually pour, if I put the shop up on Friday, I'll pour that Friday uh, right now because I'm only able to pour as much glass as I can actually receive. Um, but then it, you know, it'll sit over the weekend and then by the time it ships and then in transit, it, it cures while it's moving. Um, but so, yeah, it's- So what does the, what does the curing process do? It just settles everything. So you could, you could technically burn a candle after 24 hours, but if it sits in like a cool environment, it allows that time for, you know, I guess the, the molecular structure of the oils to dissipate within the wax more. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not too sure. It, I, it just, I, I guess for longevity of the candle, it, it, helps, uh, it helps get everything fucking hanging out. All right. That makes sense. So you were yeah. saying is you, you keep saying about uh, supply chain and stuff, which um, I know it's fucking up everyone's shit, but oh, yeah. is it li like, what's the main thing? Cause I heard you say the thing about the glass. Is it literally just like I could, if I just had more glass to make yeah. these fucking candles in, I could be yep. able to like pump more out. Yep. That's, that's the exactly it. Uh, when quarantine happened and manufacturers shut down for a while, it stopped pr uh, production and they, you know, I, I use a couple reliable suppliers and I, I, I don't like giving my money to just anyone. So I, I try to stick to them as, as much as I can. Um, and they're, they're pretty much the second they get glass in, it's gone that week. No matter how much extra I, I, I buy, I can only get like two weeks in, in advance, which is kind of brutal. Um, yeah. And that's kind of why I'm switching to, not permanently, just like a temporary solution, but um, adding eight ounce tins to the, to the shop because the tins are a little bit more accessible than the glass right now. I just don't like how they look. I mean, they're not fine. I like them for the burn boxes, but uh, 
they, I don't know, there's something, there's something special about a glass jar, like just the way it looks and feels, it's a little more tangible. I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. Um, so I see you got, you were saying about the burn boxes. I was, I was looking oh, yeah. on your, I was looking on your website and I actually see you have a Patreon here, which is patreon.com slash uncle Ron's candles. Go support your boy. So how does the, um, how does the whole burn box situation work and signing up for the Patreon? So the burn box uh, right now is uh, it's $30 a month and you get three, four ounce candles every month. Um, as well as 15% off my website, as long as you're a subscriber. Uh, but the tins, the, the scents change every month. Uh, I try to let everybody know um, what scents are coming in advance. A lot of times I like it to be a surprise. Um, like I, I usually release new scents to burn box subscribers first. So if there's some cool shit that I'm excited about that I'm playing with, I, uh, I end up getting it to the burn box subscribers first before I actually do a run on my website. So I, it it sucks. I I don't really have an option to have the, um, subscription on my website. I have to go through Patreon. Um, and they don't really make it easy to, for the creator to, uh, you know, change tier prices even because when I first started doing the burn boxes, I, I, they were 20 bucks and you still got 15% off my website and everything. But that was when it was like 15 or 20 people. Um, and then recently I was just getting overwhelmed because it's just me doing it. Um, I, I did uh, pay a homie to help me box some shit because it, it, it got to be a lot. But when you're, I, I think before, I told everybody to like cancel and prep for the new tier. I was up to like 185 subscribers, which is wild. Um, and there's a lot that goes into making those fucking boxes. You know, you got to stamp them, fold them, cut all the wicks for all the tins. And it ends up that was, I was getting close to like 600 candles, you know, uh, just for these boxes. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's fucking cool. You get three cents every month. Uh, they're usually fun as hell. And you always have 15% off my website, which I think is pretty tight. Hell yeah. Check out that Patreon. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so you're talking about making the different cents. Is it like, are you like always doing different ones like every month and shit? Yeah, I have some, uh, I, I have a, a, a solid lineup right now that I like to, uh, you know, swap out seasonally a little bit because, you know, not all the time people don't want like winter kind of scents in, in the spring or summer and, and vice versa. Uh, so I try to just switch up between what scents I have in my line now and any new stuff that I'm trying to like workshop. Like sometimes it might even just be a blank tin because it's a scent that I came up with and I was like, I'm pretty much crowdsourcing it to see if people are actually <laughs> into it. Um, do you ever have a scent that you're just trying to like work at and you just can't crack it? And like every time it comes out, you're like, fuck, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All the time. And I just <laughs> gave up on it. I'm like, fuck it. It's just not meant to be. Um, and then, you know, a couple months down the line, I'll, I'll add one thing that was probably had nothing to do with the scent at all. And it fucking rounded it out. And then it's like, it's fine. What was the hardest, what was the hardest scent for you to figure out? Uh, 
Shit. That's a good one. Probably, it's actually a discontinued scent, and it seems so straightforward, but it was, uh, it was called Bent, and it was, it was a cedar wood and vanilla candle, but it, it, it kept coming out super sugary sweet, like way too much vanilla, even though I, ha I didn't put anything else in there. You know what I mean? Um, I, even if the ratios were like 90% cedar wood, it was mm. still coming out like sweet, sweet vanilla. And I didn't want that. It was like every like time you lit, time. every time you lit the candle, it was just crazy vanilla smell. Well, yeah, because mm. you can, you can do the, you can get a good idea from just blending oils before you add it to wax, but you're not going to get the same scent. Uh, it's, it's almost like it's creamier when it's burning, you know? Okay. Um, but I ended up adding fucking sandalwood, just one more earthy aspect to it. And it, it cut the sweetness completely. Is that it was probably the hardest one. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I feel I, I, I can imagine. Cause like, I know if you fucking have uh, a vanilla when you're baking or whatever, like yeah. the little drop is super strong. Yeah, it's out of control. It's the same way. It's a, it's a very strong scent. Um, yeah. It's a strong flavor. Uh, that's why I try to not use it as often <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Just because it's unless like I'm doing like a fucking birthday cake candle for whatever reason. Um, it's just it's it's too powerful. It's way too strong. Um, has the whole has the whole like scent making become easier over time? Cause I kind of think of it like, uh, like I do, I, I do stand up, and it's like, you think the more like stand up becomes easier over time, but it still becomes mm. almost like harder is, is, is the sense like, has it gotten easier or is it still, or are you just like challenging yourself more and you, you know, you're still finding, it still becomes like hard and stuff. I'm still running into walls, but for the most part, like blending and shit like that has become a little bit easier because, you know, it's like you, you understand which ones actually will take over. Um, and there, there's actually a ton of tutorials that helped me with that shit because, you know, I, again, I never thought I would get into doing this shit. So I was like, uh, just trying to figure it out. And it, I feel like you just, it, there's no right way to do it. It's it's because like you if you're going for a spe specific scent, um, only you really know what you're looking for. So it's pretty much trial and error over and over until you can get something. Because mm. oils react differently with other oils too. Because like I'm talking about how vanilla could be like crazy fucking powerful, but then there could be you know like something like patchouli, which is a powerful plant to begin with. Um, it's actually pretty mild as far as oils go you know so it's, it's kind of hard to it, it's it's all trial trial mode interesting that's not, that seems like that seems like it's frustrating but like really rewarding when you find yeah. that when you've met you finally find <laughs> that combo and you're like fuck yes dude yeah. i did it <laughs> yeah as soon as you get it it's like it i don't know it's pretty next level because you're like all right fuck cool now i get to share that with people and you know anytime something new happens i mean i get excited anytime like one of my homies like my one friend owns a uh like a he he puts out tapes and shit for bands he has a label and anytime he puts something out i i jump on i'm like oh shit this is probably some new band i haven't heard of 
and he's the best dude I'm going to fucking support. It. You know what I mean? So like when I get excited about a fucking a new scent, I want to drop it like immediately. Like I just put out one called Boogie Boarding and it's just, uh, it's mango and coconut milk, super straightforward, but it smells like summertime and I'm fucking stoked on it. And I finally get to put that, I put that in the in, uh, last month's burn box and uh, I'm finally doing a run this Friday uh, coming up in some tins for that shit. Fucking stoked. Mm-hmm. hell yeah so when um because you're more of a smaller operation i hear you keep saying like we'll do a run of that and do it is it more is it more like all right this is what we're doing now rather than here's the here's the like here's a bunch of different candles you can buy this this or is it kind of like you let them know like this is what we're doing this month yeah it's uh it, it's usually by batch. so my goal was to have uh batches out every friday every week every Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and then the glass shortage caught up with everybody. So I'm not able to put out product as fast as I want to. Um, but every time I put something out, it's always, um, I'll figure out what sense I have around at my shop and try to like curate a fun release for people and keep it fresh all the time. Cause like, I like taking things away from people <laughs> because people want what they can't have and also i like keeping it fun for everybody and fun for myself like i don't want to do the same like repetitive bullshit all the time you know what i mean like i want to switch shit up and keep it exciting and keep people like talking about uncle ron's like that's the main goal keep people excited and keep them talking about uncle ron's because like i mean Aside from the shortage, I, I don't know. I, again, people want what they can't have. So I'm going to make cool shit and then take it away from everyone. Hmm. And then bring it back randomly. And they're like, oh, fuck, this is the one that I missed. This is awesome. <laughs> no, nah, it's definitely, especially too, like, you can go to a store and buy any Yankee candle, any, um, <laughs> what was the other company? Chesapeake Bay. Yeah. It's like, you're almost being like, hey, man. I'm the fucking candle guy. I'll let you know what's good. Like, you know, exactly. Give, dude. Give him a fucking surprise. I, I, candle I, I, king, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the fucking Don of candles. <laughs> um, so I'm always curious about this because when I was doing, uh, when I've been doing like podcast stuff, I tried uh, sending out t-shirts and stuff. And, you know, my whole thing is like, I'm going to keep them super cheap. And then you start realizing yeah. all the like business stuff and you're like, oh fuck you see shipping and handling and all this other shit and the mm-hmm. cost of t-shirts and you're like oh that's why t-shirts aren't as cheap as i want them to be so you got into this being like yeah dude i'll make some fucking candles and then what were what were some of the big things uh you realized when you shifted it into more of like a real business like what was some of the shit that hit you that you realized you had to do well it it came down to buying my own shipping supplies um, and then trying to work out, uh, postal service shit. So like trying to work within my means, cause like they're, they're truly the best for small business. Um, still, even though I've been super frustrated with them recently, uh, they're, they're still like number one, um, as far as, uh, shipping and stuff for small businesses, because I, I shipped out, I got frustrated and shipped out some orders with, uh, like UPS and shit. And, one, this is the one time I did it and I got messages like, oh, my candles are broken. Like mm. packed them the same exact way that I boarded with USPS, uh, but shipped at UPS. And I, that was probably the most 
damaged goods that I've ever received. Really? Um, and, it, and is that, was that like a big, um, a big trial and error process to figure out? Cause that's a thing you don't think about. Yeah. You know, you want to make these candles, but when you ship them out, you they're in, like you said, they're in glass. Was that like a really hard process to figure out the right way to ship them out? Yeah. It was easy early on because I was only doing like markets and shit like that until um, I wasn't shipping anything. And then probably late, 2018 it started picking up maybe a little bit like mid 2018 start the shipping started uh picking up so i was kind of thrown into it so then i was like frantically looking like oh well how much does it cost for like this weight of the candle like do i have to pay more for uh glass just in case it gets damaged and like all that shit and like for the most part i don't even do uh you know i don't even put insurance on these things because they're fucking candles if they get damaged i'm just gonna send you a new one anyway like it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. um but I think, I think shipping alone, until I realized that like I could use the USPS to its full advantage and like use their flat rate shipping boxes, this way I can keep costs low on the shipping side because like I charge twenty dollars for a nine ounce uh, jar. My my candles are twenty bucks. I look like shops in Brooklyn are selling the same size for like forty five dollars. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. I could never do that. So I didn't want people to end up paying, you know, half the half the price for one candle to be shipped. Because then like, I don't know, $30 for a candle ship seems pretty fucking silly. Especially when you're getting like 45 hours out of one of them. Um, I don't know. It just, it just seemed wild to do that. Like I had a couple people, uh, like I shipped to France once, which was fucking weird. Uh, some dude found me through, I did a, uh, I do collabs all the time with, uh, Fuzz Rocious guitar pedals and, um, wait, with who? Fuzz Rocious. Oh, uh, okay. You said guitar pedals? Yeah. So <laughs> if you, if you're in the fuzz and, and cool shit like that, uh, I don't think anybody does pedals quite like, uh, Ryan at Fuzz Rocious. He's, he's the fucking goat. Um, but saw- yeah, he, so what what does that mean when you do a collab with uh, guitar pedals? Because that's so fu- that's like a car- guitar pedal candle collab is just a hilarious statement, but it also yeah, fucking it's fucking rules. goofy, but it actually <laughs> works and it's wild. Like I I didn't think I once you realize that everybody loves candles, then you're like oh shit the the cross between like gear nerds and candles like is is fine because it started out uh, doing the four twenty fuzz. There was a couple before, but the 420 Fuzz we did, every time he would do a release, we released a small two-ounce candle that had like a weed strain name to go with it, but it smelled fucking dope, you know? Um, Like we did like a blueberry kush or something, and it was just like a blueberry cobbler candle, and it Mm -hmm. was fucking awesome. Um, So I I got a lot of like guitar pedal dorks hit me up all the time like yo dude like when are you guys doing another release so i talked to ryan about it now every time he does like the 420 buzz we release candles with it um but that's that's how that dude in france got to me because he's he buys uh pedals and he's like dude like how much would it cost to ship to france and he's like 40 dollars. and i was like you sure you want to spend 40 dollars on like one He was like nah dude i'll buy like seven it's fine i'm like okay that's what's up but yeah, it's like, I don't know, man, shipping fucking sucks. And I wish like, I wish it didn't have to happen. It was like an easier way to make it happen. But 
I'm also kind of thankful that, uh, you know, people actually want to support other people because all quarantine, like this company pretty much like kept me alive, you know, it's wild. Yeah, no, that's what's up. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how, um, cause uh, I, I have some friends who do, you know, they, they work in similar shit where it's like a lot of people still ordering online. And I think there was a lot, you know, there's a lot of people that quarantine hit them hard, but then there was a shitload of people who just had a bunch of free time. So they're just like, I'm just going to fucking, I can't leave my house. I'm going to be ordering shit all day yeah. online and stuff. And like, what, what better? I think 2020 was probably my best year ever uh, doing candles and it was all online and opened up shipping to, you know, the entire country. So with the help from like, you know, doing the collabs with Buzz Roches and like other friends and shit like that and, and, and local artists, it like, it threw me in their pools. You know, like I became known in like, you know, their client base. So once everyone was forced to stay home, everyone's in their house, they wanted to smell good, you know? <laughs> so people were buying the fuck out of candles, which yeah. is wild. And I saw a ton of people starting candle uh, companies, which is great. That fucking do it, dude. It's an oversaturated market. But if you have, if you do something well enough and you actually give a shit about it, you can, you can do well with it. You know, it's not that deep. Yeah. No, without a doubt. Um, I was looking too, like with a lot of the stuff you do, there's like a really cool, uh, there's like a really cool aesthetic to it. Do you, do you like talk to different artists and stuff, you know, to make up the designs and stuff? And was that like a, was that like an important part for you to be like, Oh, I'm not just going to have a candle company. Like these are going to look cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it started with my homie, Bruno, um, Brunovsky on Instagram. He's the fucking best. Uh, he, uh, he pretty much made my logos for me and he was going to be like, he's the branding. I knew he did cool shit and I, I, I wanted my shit to be cool because I feel like branding is half the battle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, that's what people see first. So if people are interested in what it looks like, then they're picking it up. And once they pick it up, I know they're going to buy it because it's a fucking solid problem. Um, but I, I work, I try to work with uh, local artists in Philly. Um, I did some of the labels. Uh, my friend Madeline did some of the, some of the labels. Um, I actually have a dope fucking three candle collection that I'm trying to have out in July. Um, but uh, I think the glass shortage is kind of fucking me on that. But I, I'll, I'll honestly work with anybody. I, I love collaborating with people because it makes, it makes it fun for me. Um, and it keeps it interesting for everybody else. And, you know, it's, it, it's a, it's a fun way to, uh, you know, make a product and, and, you know, donate profits to like cool shit in the area and like try to help people at the same time. Yeah, it's a small level, but you know, it's like, you gotta do something, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta play some part in, uh, like the restoration of like people, yeah. honestly. Yeah, no, and it definitely, it's like an easy way to, yeah, just combine forces. You know yeah. what I mean? I got these candles. You got dope art. Like, let's, uh, you know, let's get get everyone on the come up. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And pay pay artists. <laughs> fucking yeah. pay artists, dude. Like, pay them before. Like, don't, don't be fucking turds about it. They're putting so much time 
and effort into doing something super fucking specific and cool on your like demands basically give them all the fucking money they deserve it dude it's why it's wild how like people don't I, I i god damn it i wish i remember the name of the reddit but there's just a reddit where like angry freelance artists post their <laughs> post their like interactions with people oh, yeah. and it is it is wild how many people are just like yeah you'll just do all of that for free or almost nothing right yeah and it's like nah man they they take a lot they take a lot of years to learn it and a lot of time to oh. do it so it's like just you know they're they're gonna want some money for it <laughs> and it's funny too because like people people tend to think that uh oh they've been doing it so long and they're so good at it that this should be done fast they should be able to just do it you know what i mean um it doesn't work that way though it's like there's a lot of time and hours that go into perfecting something that you want and and still have to live with before they send it over to you like they have to deal with like oh fuck like how is this gonna go every single time like every artist friend that i talk to they're always like before they send like final art they're like i'm gonna have to fucking change it you know like there's there's gonna be something that they're not happy with mm-hmm. um so yeah fucking pay them dude give them pay every artist you want art done you want custom art fucking pay them absolutely dude pay fucking artists do it right pay now people. go pay yeah. an artist <laughs> go find an artist that you like and just send them money <laughs> yeah figure like, out their thanks. fucking venmo and just give them some money yeah Thanks for doing what you do. Here's some fucking scratch, dude. Keep doing. <laughs> um. So what's uh? What 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 do you see in the future of Uncle Ron? Like, what do you see in the near future, and like, kind of where do you want to take it and stuff? I I want to see how fucking far this thing can go, man. This is fun for me. I have a lot of fun with this shit. My goal this year, uh, is to build a small team to actually have employees. Mm. I think that'd be cool as shit. Even if it's like two people. Like if I'm able to like give two people jobs, that's pretty tight. Yeah. Like that's pretty fucking cool. And it'll also like, it'll free up brain space uh, and energy for me to actually focus on creating newer and cooler shit um, while, you know, still maintaining like a pretty consistent production, you know? Uh, But I want to get into, uh, I want to start adding, um, like skincare and like hair products and shit too to the brand. Cause it like uncle Ron's, I don't want it to, it's not just going to be candles. Like you'll know it for candles. Uh, but I still want to start the burn one apparel brand that falls under it. Uh, and I want to have like a line of like skincare and uh, hair care products as well. Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, also you got the, because I remember when I was messaging you about setting this up, you're like, oh, I just got all this equipment. Are you getting, uh, into, yeah. you getting into like podcasting or streaming or something? Well, I, uh, aside from Twitch and shit like that, uh, I'm trying, now that I'm in my own living space again, I want to get back to like writing music and shit. Um, so I want to, I, I bought all this equipment in, uh, in preparation of a move and actually having the space to write again. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I would like to bring the burn one podcast back. I, I did like four or five episodes of it and life just got real weird and it had to be put on the back burner. Um, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to bring that back and just like, you know, highlight a bunch of local artists and creators and makers and, and, and people and shit like that. Uh, but I mainly got all this cool ass fucking shit to make music again and see uh see how that goes yeah and your music your music is actually a hilarious like 
six degrees of separation I had from you because no. fucking your your band uh your band back in the day was called the Anchor Boys. I had a buddy, <laughs> I had a buddy named uh I don't know if you know him, Ryan Landis. I roomed oh, with yeah. him. Yeah, I roomed with Ryan in college. And he okay. knew he knew I like pop punk and stuff. He's like, yo, check out this band. And then for out of no, I think um shout out Tim Butterly, because I've um, you know, we follow <laughs> each other on Twitter. He like retweeted you or something. And it like it was just something hilarious. And so and then I saw it and I'm like, oh, this guy's funny. And I I followed you purely because your Twitter was funny. And oh, then yeah. you're and then you randomly started tweeting about being in the anchor boys. And I was like, I listened to your fucking band in college, dude. This is so fucking <laughs> random. So yeah, that's that, awesome. That was our that was like my our hilarious like six degrees of separation that was just random <laughs> as shit. But yeah, um, if you're into pop punk that anchor boys album rule so i'm happy to hear you getting back into music dude. <laughs> hell yeah it's not gonna sound anything like that but it'll it'll be tight hell yeah man well this interview was great man i i didn't realize candles was so goddamn interesting uh thank you so much for doing this dude before we get out of here throw out your social media and links and everything people need to know you know to fucking pay you as an artist <laughs> yeah, fucking pay me as an artist dude i'd make shit um uncle ron's candles.com uh burn one the number four ron on twitter uh uncle ron's candles on instagram if you follow me on that shit uh i try to post as, as often as possible about what releases are happening but i'm still gonna try and shoot for 5 p.m on fridays uh yeah they go quick i will say they go quick so if you're interested in candles, uh, try to get in there early. All right. Hell yeah. Go check out Uncle Ron. Go support him. His shit is dope. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Have a course, great man. day. Thanks for having me. You too. Hell Take yeah. care. Take care. Wait.